Today's episode, I'm going to talk about yet another hard thing that we have to go through after losing a child, and that is getting through their heaven anniversary, the day that they left here, they left earth and went to heaven. I'm going to give you six things that have helped me get through my son's heaven anniversary each year, and I pray that this episode would help you in getting through your child's heaven anniversary, the worst day of the year for you as it is for me too. I pray this episode blesses you. Hi, my sweet friend. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mom of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. I know how you feel that all-consuming pain and grief, the sleepless nights wrestling with the question why. That's exactly how I felt when we lost our four-year-old Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. Today when I'm recording this, it's June 25th, and my son Sam's heaven anniversary is July 1st. It will be six years since we have seen him, and this day each year, July 1st, is the worst day of the year every year. I hate this day. It's the day that I saw my baby last, and... Six years later, it is still the hardest day. And while time does lessen the um, sharpness of the pain, the pain is still there. Like, it'll never go away. And this day, every year, is so hard to get through. Just like I know your day, the day it is that you lost your child, is hard for you. And so with Sam's Heaven anniversary coming up next week, um, I wanted to hop on here and just kind of share with y'all things that I've found that have helped me get through um, July 1st that I hope that you can use to help you get through your day. Things that have helped me make it through the hardest 24 hours of the year. So today I want to bring you six things that I've used to help me get through Sam's Heaven anniversary. Um, It just depends on the year of which one of these I use and just kind of what I'm feeling at the time. Because as you know, a grief journey is so different and what would work one year might not work the next year. And you just kind of have to go with what you're feeling at the time. But I wanted to bring you these six things that you can use kind of like a little tool in your tool belt of ways that you can uh, kind of make it and make it through the the 24 hours of your child's heaven anniversary. So the first thing is actually what we're going to do this year, um, and it's to do all of their favorite things. So whatever it is they loved, do those things in celebration of their life in celebration of what they love to do. And I believe this will help bring a little bit of joy um, to an otherwise really hard day. 
So for us, what we're going to do is right before Sam went to heaven, his favorite thing to eat for breakfast was a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit from McDonald's. So we're going to start the day with a bacon, egg and cheese biscuit. And then we're going to go to a local pool to swim. He loved swimming. He was a little fish. And then we're going to eat at Zaxby's in the town that we um, lived in before Sam went to heaven. We're no longer in that town. We're not far from it. But um, they were actually building this Zaxby's right before Sam went to heaven. He actually didn't get to see it built, but he was super excited Uh, that it was being built and was ready to eat there. So we're going to go eat there for him. And then, of course, we cannot end the day without eating a cupcake with lots of icing because that was one of his favorite things on this earth was cupcake icing. Uh, I don't even know if he ever ate the actual cake. He just ate the icing off the cake. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to get a cupcake and we're going to eat just the icing and do it all in memory of our precious Sam, uh, a way to just kind of celebrate him and his life that and the time that we had together with him, bring a little bit of joy and in a sad day, you know, it's when you're going through your grief journey, there are so many emotions that you, you feel at the same time that kind of coexist together and for this day especially, it's it's joy and sadness uh, all mixed into one, you know, where we're having fun, we're celebrating Sam, we're going to go to the pool, but it's all tinged with sadness because he's not here. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to feel both. Um, it's okay to celebrate your child and do the things that they love to do in memory of them but still have the sadness of them not being here. Um, So that's what we're doing. That's what we're going to do on his heaven anniversary and just to kind of celebrate his life. So that's the first thing is to just kind of do their favorite things. So the second thing is to make sure you have lots of distractions on that day. Um, I don't want you to just sit at home on the couch and think all day about them not being here or you know, I find myself where I'll start thinking, what was I doing at this time, however many years ago? So like for us, it would be this time six years ago, what were we doing? And I like relive that whole day. And it's very traumatic. And it's very hard. And um, not saying that my mind won't go there, or that your mind won't go there. But if you have filled your day with lots of distractions, and things that you can do, that aren't just sitting at home thinking about that day, I really think that that will help you in making it through the day. So I want you to fill your day with lots of things to do, lots of distractions, whatever you're up to. Um, you know, it might not you might not want to be around a lot of people, and that's completely fine. Uh, get out and just go sit at a restaurant by yourself, or go to a park. You know, whatever it is that will get you out of the house, I really think is key. Um, If it's during a work day, I found that it was really hard for me to focus at my work. Um, Whenever his heaven anniversary falls on a work day, um, I've actually planned on taking July 1st off every year. Um, This year it's a Saturday, so I don't have to 
Um, but if it falls on a work day, I actually just personally uh, have learned that I have to take that day off because I will be getting no work done. My mind just won't focus on my work tasks. I, I tried that for a few years and ended up just having to just kind of call call it a day early because I just can't do it. So now I've learned I take the day off. But maybe for you, your work will distract you. Maybe it'll be a good distraction for you to go and um, just concentrate on your work tasks. And and then when and then you can plan on doing something when you leave. Um, eventually, we do have to go home and go to bed. So there will be that time that you'll be laying in your bed and with nothing to distract you. And so that, you know, that part of the day will be hard, but at least it's not the whole day. So the next thing we can do is to do something in honor of them. I believe that by giving and doing something, um, and I've got a few ideas for you, but will help kind of put your eyes outward and kind of pay it forward. Their life ended way too soon. Um, and it's not right. None of it is. But if we can do something in honor of them and their lives, then I believe that that will help bring um, some peace and some comfort to your heart, knowing that in your child's name, there is good that is being done. So here are a few ideas. Um, if you wanted to think about it and, and you're like, yeah, I do want to do something in honor of them, but I don't know where to start. Here are a few Ideas that can kind of get your mind going on ways that you can honor your child. You can plant a tree or some flowers in your yard or even in a public place. And you can have a plaque with their name. Um, like if they were, um, if they played ball, maybe you could plant a tree in, at the ball field and have their name on it. Um, someone I know, they planted a tree at their church and put their child's name in a plaque. Um, like in front of the tree. So that's an idea. Um, you can make a donation to a charity that's connected to your child in some way. Um, if your child died of, of some kind of disease or cancer or something like that, then maybe you could make a donation to an organization that's trying to fight that disease, that's trying to end that cancer. You know, make a donation to um, like the hospital that your child spent a lot of time at. If uh, an ambulance worked on them before they left, then maybe you could um, make some cookies or bring something to the, the you know, the emergency responders that came and helped. Um, just something like that that's connected to your child. You can make a donation or, like I said, you know, make something to bring to them uh, in, in honor of your child. Another thing you can do is volunteer if you want to take that day and volunteer um, like at a nursing home or the children's hospital or at your uh, in your community some way. Find something that, you know, maybe something your child loved to do in the community and then give back in honor of them in their name. You could also donate books to your local library in your child's name. Um, if your child loved to go into your library, I think that's a fantastic way to honor them and remember them and give back to your um, local library as well. Uh, another thing you can do is, and we like doing this too, and um, we do this a lot of times on Sam's birthday. 
but you could do this on their heaven anniversary too, is to get a, a balloon that's filled with helium. So it'll float, uh, write a note to them, say on that balloon what you would want to say to them and then let it go and let it fly up. And this is just my opinion. I don't have any biblical <laughs> proof of this, but I believe that they get every single one of those balloons. You know, God, he can perform miracles. And so I believe that those balloons that when we get there, every balloon that we have sent up with a message to Sam, Sam will have in his little heaven house. (laughs) He'll have all of them. Again, uh, just my thoughts, like, no, um, this isn't like theology or I don't have any biblical (laughs) proof of this. But in my mama heart, I just believe that he has every single one of those balloons with our messages that we've sent up to him. So those are just, those are just some ways to kind of get your mind going. Um, If any of those stuck out to you, maybe you could um, plan to do that for your child's heaven anniversary. Um, So the next thing is not really something to go and do um, like outside, but It's more of something you can do with each other, like with your husband or kids or grandparents. Tell stories about your child. I believe stories are a way that we can keep them alive and keep their memory alive is to talk about them and tell them uh, or tell stories about them. It always helps me to tell some of my favorite stories about Sam. He was a character. We always laugh when we tell stories about Sam, sometimes through tears as we're crying, telling these stories because we miss him. We're laughing because he was so crazy. (laughs) He was always those kids, one of those kids that jumped first and then questioned what he was doing in the air. (laughs) Like, maybe I shouldn't have done this. That was Sam. (laughs) And the more years that they're gone, you know, time's a thief and that it steals those memories from us. So by telling those um, stories over and over again, it keeps them in your mind and it keeps them fresh in your mind and helps keep them alive. So the next tip is to have your lifesaver verse ready. And if this is your first podcast episode, um, a lifesaver verse is is kind of a, a phrase that I've coined for a Bible verse that you can cling to when you feel like you're drowning. It's a verse that you can repeat over and over again that will keep you floating. It will be your lifesaver in the storm. My verse is Isaiah 26.3. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Anytime that I feel like the waters are going over my head, and I'm losing control, I'm drowning in my grief, uh, in the sadness, I just repeat that verse over and over again. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. My mind is stayed on you, so you give me peace. I trust in you. You know, I just kind of repeat that over and over again until I feel that peace come over me. He's so faithful. Every time I call out to him and need him, he's there. And I know that he'll be there for you too. Says he's close to the brokenhearted. And I have found that to be so true in this journey. Even now, six years later, 
He's as close to me now as he was that day, July 1st, 2017. He's just as close to me now as he was then. He's the faithful, good father, and he loves you so much. And I know that he'll be with you every time you call out to him. I have a free resource for you. If you don't know what verse you could use for your lifesaver verse and you just like maybe some ideas that you could use, I have a um, 15 promises of God printable for you that is completely free um, that you can use to read through these verses and see if maybe one of these could be your lifesaver verse, your verse that you have to cling to when things get hard, when you feel like you're going to drown. So that's completely free. I'll have it linked in the show notes. And the last thing that I want to leave you with is to give yourself grace. Nothing about this journey is easy. It's not right. Our kids should be here with us. We should not have to be figuring out how we're going to make it through the day that they went to heaven. Like that should not be. And so I just want you to give yourself grace. If you make plans and and then you end up just sitting on the couch crying all day, eating some ice cream or something, that's okay. Like it's okay if you think I'm not going anywhere, but you wake up and say, I can't stay in this house. I've got to go somewhere and you just drive for seven hours. That's okay. Like, I want you to give yourself permission to get through this day however you feel is best for you. I don't want you to do something because I told you to do it. I don't want you to do something that your friend said you should do or your parents said you should do it this way. You know what you need. You know what you need to do. You know what your heart needs. And I want you to listen to it and honor it. Do what your heart says, you know, what your heart is telling you that you need. Because I believe that God God knows what you need. And I believe that he'll lead and guide you. And the Holy Spirit will help you to get through this day every year exactly the way that you need it that year. It could change every year um, how you get through it and how you feel that you, what you know, what you feel you need to do. And I want you to honor that. Honor that. Give yourself grace. Lean on Jesus. He is strong enough to carry you one year, two years, six years, 10 years, however long it's been. He's strong enough to carry. His strength never ends from now until the moment that we get to see our children again. His strength is the same and he will be able to carry you. So I want to recap those six things. And then I'm going to give you one thing that I believe you can walk away with this episode um, that will help you in getting through your um, child's heaven anniversary. First thing, do all of their favorite things. Uh, Keep yourself distracted. Get out of the house. Find something to do in honor of them. Tell stories about your child. Have your lifesaver verse ready to go and give yourself grace. Okay, so if I could tell you one thing that you can walk away from this episode uh, to help you get through this day for you, and that's I want you to plan ahead what you're going to do on this day 
I don't want you to wait until the morning of to try and plan or even the week of, because the closer that you get to your child's heaven anniversary, the harder it's going to be for you to even think of anything. Like your brain is just going to be done. Um, Your emotions are going to be done. So, um, you know, I started thinking about what I wanted to do uh, about three weeks before. I didn't want to do it too soon because I kind of didn't want to think about it. (laughs) Um, So about three weeks before I figured out, okay, we're going to go get the bacon, egg and cheese biscuit and do all the things that I told you about. So, you know, I want you to plan ahead, but plan ahead with the thought of or with knowing that this could change depending on how I'm feeling. Um, But at least you have something, a plan in place. But then I want you to give yourself permission to back out of that plan. If you wake up that day and say, okay, I can't do any of that that I planned. And that's okay. It is okay. Um, I want you to give yourself permission to back out if you need to. But I believe having that plan in place um, will help you if you're paralyzed and you can't think of anything. You can't um, like possibly even try to think of something to do. You'll at least have this plan and say, okay, um, we're just going to, we're just going to follow through with this plan that I have already had in place. So, you know, if your child's heaven anniversary isn't near, then just kind of table this. Um, just kind of remember, even put in your calendar if you need to like plan what we're going to do on this day. Um, come back to this episode if you need to have some new fresh ideas the closer you get to your um, your child's heaven anniversary. And I believe that that will really help you in um, making it making it through. Uh, again, Mama, nothing in this journey is easy. I pray for you that you'll feel the nearness of Jesus every moment of that awful, awful day that you're having to go through that you'll feel him and the strength of his love carry you every moment of that day. And I just want to leave you with this one thought that helps me every time this day comes. Mama, we're one year closer to seeing our babies again. One year closer to being able to hug them and kiss them and hold them. And oh, what a day that will be. Friends, I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next week. Love you, friend.